unravel the mysteries of the universe and explore the transformative power within us all. I'm your host, Christina, and in today's episode, we embark upon a journey of transmutation, the art of transforming our energy and consciousness. Join me as we delve into the art of transmutation and explore practical ways to harness this power in our lives. We will uncover ancient wisdom, delve into modern techniques, and discover how we can transmute our energy to create a positive ripple effect in ourselves and the world around us. This quote for our episode comes from the Kabbalion, an ancient hermetic text. And the quote reads, mind as well as metals and elements may be transmuted from state to state, degree to degree, condition to condition pole to pole, vibration to vibration. The hermetic transmutation is a mental act. That's from the Kabbalion. So what is transmutation? Um, transmutation is the art of changing something into something else or, or into something completely different. And that's related to alchemy. Alchemy is actually the medieval forerunner of chemistry, meaning like it was around before what we call chemistry. And it's based on the transformation of things like mostly metals. So transmutation to me, when I think of transmutation, I think of alchemy. Um, and I, when I think of alchemy, I think of uh, little druids with like hats on, mixing like cauldrons of magical potions and stuff. And I that comes from a game that I used to play. But that's basically my introduction to alchemy and pretty much transmutation. Um, that sort of alchemy is more of a physical transmutation where you're actually taking something uh, like mixing and taking metals and changing that into something else. Um, so... Well, we'll be discussing the mental art of transmutation and we'll be reading some of the texts from the Kabbalion. And the Kabbalion is a really good book that I found. Um, and it talks, it really studies the ancient hermetic texts. Um, and it's accredited, supposedly written by Hermes Trismegistus. Um, and Hermes is said to be a combination of the Greek god Hermes and the Egyptian god of Hermes. Um, but Hermes is the god of wisdom and is said to be an Anunnaki who came to our time to help civilization. So Hermes is a character in our civilization's history that basically comes in and helps us out with different technologies, information and things to help advance our civilization. Um, so that is the story, of, sort of the story of the Anunnaki's. So Hermes kind of helps us out. And this is who the book, the Kabbalion, is written by. So, like we said, Hermes came and blessed us with different extraordinary knowledge. Um, some people say that's how we were able to like travel to space and build different things. A lot of um, ancient uh, structures and architecture have been credited to the information that they share with us. But that's another story. So, the Kabbalion pretty much gives us ancient wisdom to live by. Um, and it lists the universal laws, which are laws that govern our universe. And I really like books like that, which are clear and kind of outline, um, outline how we can live or how we can apply this. And the Kabbalion really does that. 
So the Kabbalion goes over universal laws. And the sooner we recognize and accept these laws, the smoother our existence will be. So learning the laws of the universe and the laws of the things around us actually helps us because then we know like, okay, if I operate within this law, this is going to help me instead of sometimes we may operate outside of the law, but we may not know. So um, reading the Kabbalion, I was able to understand you know, the universal laws. And the Kabbalion is an esoteric text, um, um, is the uh, study of hidden or secret knowledge. Um, there are other esoteric texts, which are the Emerald Tablets, The Secret Teaching of All Ages by Manly P. Hall, and another book called Sufism. And these esoteric texts discuss transcendental sciences. And, um, Transcendental sciences relate to spiritual or the non-physical realm. Um, and a lot of things that we study on our own, a lot of things that aren't generally studied are transcendental sciences. Um, sometimes these things are skipped over as coincidence or phenomenon, and some of them are, but these are things that we can study. Some examples of transcendental sciences are metaphysics, which studies the relationship between mind and matter, transpersonal psychology which i myself find very interesting <clears throat> the study of paranormal and psychic phenomena such as telepathy clairvoyance um and nde or near-death experience <clears throat> so yeah i really think telepathy is interesting and how um i think once we capitalize on not just telepathy but a lot of these other <clears throat> sciences then that'll help so the Kabbalion covers the universal laws, but they call them basically seven hermetic principles. And the seven hermetic principles are mentalism, correspondence, vibration, polarity, rhythm, cause and effect, and gender. So the principle that um, I want to focus on today that relates to transmutation is the principle of mentalism. And the Kabbalion reads um the principle of mentalism axiom axiom excuse me is the mind the all is mind the universe is mental if the universe is mental in its nature then mental transmutation must be the art of changing conditions of the universe along the lines of matter force and mind so you see, therefore, that mental transmutation is really the magic of which the ancient writers had so much to say about in their mystical works, about which they gave so few practical instructions. They didn't want it to just be easily revealed. They wanted people to work for this information, more so to think. Um, and I find that I need practical instruction. So once I started reading this stuff, it's like, okay, I do need practical instruction. And that kind of started me on my own personal journey of transmutation. Like, okay, how can I apply this principle to my life? So I didn't know that I had been really transmuting all my life. You know, at times I could transmute, you know, better than others. Um, and I would say when I was transmuting, and those were, you know, it was better is when I was transmuting my energy into something positive or into constructive habits. Um, that's definitely a positive side of transmutation. I mean, we can take our energy and pour it into anything, um, but to pour it into something constructive is how we can transmute positively, you know, and I, I wasn't really conscious of this 
I just knew that sometimes, you know, I could handle things and sometimes I couldn't. And at times when I could handle things, you know, then I was transmuting. But when I couldn't, it was like, okay, I'm not transmuting. But, you know, I wasn't calling it that. I just knew sometimes it was easier for me to handle my emotions and sometimes, you know, it, it wasn't. Um, and in my life, I could see that this started to lead to really steep consequences for me, you know. And as I continued on to into my journey of self-awareness, um, you know, that realization made me want to change and continue to apply these principles. So I began actively transmuting my energy into positive activities and the outcome became positive. Um, you know, I think we can all apply this, you know, to live in an optimal way, we must learn to transmute our mental conditions, our states and emotions into others. You know, that's transmutation. Um, this is of the utmost importance to be able to transmute that energy, especially our mental conditions is key to us reaching a higher level of understanding. You know, once we can see past our mental conditions, our struggles, problems, you know, when we can step back and see the entire picture, you know, we can actually grasp reality. Um, and the reality is that we can't escape universal law. You know, we have to accept that and work with it. There's another very important law in the Kabbalion, um, and that's the principle of cause and effect, you know. Uh, this one is is simple and you but I think it's pretty interesting. Um every cause has its effect and every effect has its cause. Everything happens according to law. Chance is but a name for law not recognized. Thereby planes of causation, but nothing escapes the law. Our lives are the effect. You know, our cause our intentions are the cause. Everything we live, you know, we see, we have created, even our problems. Um, you know, when we look back, we can see both the cause and effect when we use observation. You know, and I think that law is um, something else that I personally <laughs> had to take notice of and really become aware of and say, okay, this is something that I need to realize I'm already operating in, but how can I operate in this to benefit me? You know, because that's what, you know, learning all of this information does is how can we help to benefit ourselves and, you know, develop ourselves and become, uh, you know, better or optimal beings or just, you know, have a better day. And, you know, I realized again that nothing can escape the law. And the first law is that the universe is mental. Um, and then that the universe is in our mind and we hold the power of creation. The lives we live, our careers, families, our dreams, you know, we have all created and we create each day. Um, so, like I said, I began to realize how these laws operated in relation to my existence. And I then realized that my desires were not always in alignment with universal law. And to me, that was meaning like I can have whatever I want as we all can because we're all creators, but, you know, our consequences or my consequences, my choices come with consequences. So, you know, I was at a point in my journey before then where um, the consequences of my actions were becoming increasingly drastic and I continued on the same path because I just felt like 
whatever I wanted to do, you know, my law. I felt my law way universal law, you know, and I was wrong. Um, and that was a learning. It was a learning point for me, but I became aware, you know, as the consequences got steeper, I became aware of the laws governing my existence. And like I said, I began operating within those laws versus resisting. Um, and even, you know, in law and the universal law, we have to obey universal law. We also have to obey physical law, the law of the land. Um, you know, because sometimes I was rebelling against that too, but it reminds me of a biblical passage where it says, render unto Caesars what is Caesars. Like, I still have to abide. I'm living in the land. I still have to abide by the, you know, the rule of law and the land. Um, so there isn't a really way to usurp or go around universal law. And, uh, I have learned that after years of attempting to push back against the universal laws, but I found that I'm much happier or more content applying the law and I live a much better life applying the law. So when it comes to transmutation, you know, changing certain energies into constructive forms, um, I've found at times, you know, I haven't, I've contended with a lot of different emotions and dealing with like being angry, um, depression, and on my journey, like I kept hitting the wall with the emotions. Like, okay, how do I, when I confronted these emotions, like I didn't know how to confront my emotions. Um, and I didn't know, you know, that's something you learn as you grow and different things, how to deal with uh, feelings, emotions. But I didn't really know how to deal with those. And I didn't know anything other than the coping mechanisms that I already had learned that weren't working for me. Um, you know, and those, a lot of those were unhealthy. So when the realization began, you know, I started and I really decided I want to change because you have to decide on yourself that you want, you know, something different. And that's when everything begins. But I started, I made that decision. I started using affirmations. Uh, I started meditating, exercising and learning. And now I didn't do everything at once, but I began slowly to incorporate um, some of those techniques into my daily life. And I still do. And I didn't know that, but that was the first step in transmutation. Um, you know, even starting this podcast was, you know, something for me that I was like, okay, this is something positive for me that, you know, is moving me in a direction, um, you know, for where I see my life going. So, you know, slowly I started shifting my energy and every day that, um, you know, I get up and go to work or work on becoming the best version of myself, I'm transmuting. Um, every day I reduce, every time I can reduce my anger and push through an obstacle, I'm transmuting. Um, I began to realize that transmutation is a key to life. You know, we transmute for our families every day when we go to work to keep our homes intact. We transmute for our self-improvement, learning and studying for an improved life for ourselves and our loved ones. We transmute to keep ourselves healthy, turning undirected energy into constructive outlets. Um, I transmute anger by playing. Sometimes, you know, I'll go outside, you know, seven o'clock and just do something that you love. You know, I transmute sadness through writing. And I believe manifestation and transmutation are complementary. To manifest, we must act on our dreams and visions. The action is transmutation. By changing our energy into positive, constructive forms, we can breathe life into our dreams. So breathe and step into the life you want to live, and I will do the same. Thank you so much for joining us on this transformative episode of The Thread of Life, where we explored the art of transmutation. Embrace the power of transmutation and unlock your true potential. 
If you found this episode inspiring, be sure to subscribe to the Thread of Life podcast for more enlightening content. Share this episode with others who are seeking personal growth and transformation. We'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback. Leave a review or comment on your favorite podcast platform and let us know how transmutation has impacted your life. Your feedback helps us shape future episodes. Connect with us on Instagram at thethreadpod. Once again, that's the Thread Pod to stay connected and receive daily doses of inspiration and wisdom. Let's create a community of like-minded individuals dedicated to personal growth and positive change. Thank you for being a part of the Thread of Life journey. Remember, through transmutation, you have the power to transform yourself and your world. Wishing you peace, growth, and abundant blessings on your path of transmutation. Until next time, keep transmuting and embracing the magic of personal evolution and keep following the thread of life.